Strachan and Bell together. There's Cooper breaking through. A chance now. This will be the fourth ball for Aberdeen. Cooper puts it in with his when things are going wrong against you if you don't get the breaks of the ball Cooper in with Stewart he didn't really know where the ball was but he got the break and as you say it's a schoolboy's dream being able to take your time knowing that really all you got to do is crack it into the back of the net Hello and welcome to yeah another quick bonus episode of the Here We Go podcast coming coming to you tonight after Aberdeen have beaten and this is going to be my last time I ever have to say this so I'll get it spectacularly wrong for the very last time Chikura Sashkeri five nil at Petardre a fantastic evening great result some fabulous goals some great play and Martin a really thrilling night all round. No, we were kind of quietly cautious when we spoke the other night. Thought you know we might you know might we're still confident we'd get through, but you know thought it'd be difficult, thought it'd be tough, but we really really turned up um, compared to the last game where there was no there was no no reason to have to re, no no early injury, no kind of reshuffling the decks. This was just from the get go. We played some really good football. That's the best I've seen us move the ball in quite a while. No, we moved the ball so quickly. Uh, really impressed with some of the newer lads tonight as well, and it was it was just it was just such a good performance. There really is always a tendency. It's very much a Scottish tendency. I think it's particularly an Aberdeen tendency as well. To if you if you come away with a win like this, to really denigrate the opposition to say they must be crap, they must be shit. Now it's fair to say Shakura aren't having a fantastic time in their domestic campaign, of which they're halfway through. I think they're sixth in a ten-team league the last time I looked. But the fact is. Out of 11 previous away games over the past 5-6 years of Europa League qualifying, they've only lost three, including tonight. And the biggest they've ever lost before tonight is by two goals, to Toon of Switzerland and to Maribor. So that is an impressive display tonight. Again, as you rightly point out, it wasn't just the, the fact we won 5-0, but some of the football, some of the goals we scored. And I've got to say, Lewis Ferguson tonight, Martin, involved in absolutely Everything that was good about us. I think though it was his ball that set up the second. Um, yeah. Which you know, and it's it's hard to you know, hard to pick a goal tonight. I really enjoyed that one because just that ball in is you know, kind of what I think we've maybe been missing because I think in previous you no know, early previous you know, the previous round and even towards the end of last season, you no know, while Sam was still getting some goals, you know that kind of quick ball into the middle, just you no know, finding the man. Is, is something that's been missing. That was re- that was really good. I thought initially you know, there was points where Ferguson drifted in and out of the game, but when he was in the game, uh, I thought he, he was excellent as well. And midfield wise, I thought our midfield was just so so good tonight. You no, know, I I said when I was coming out of the game, I said to a couple of mates that I actually think you no know, midfield wise, if you look at what we had last season, what we had this season, I think you no, know, I know it's very early doors and this is a very big call, but I think we've possibly with having Ojo. 
and having Hedges and having Gallagher as well, I think we've probably upgraded from what we had last season. And there's just there is so much to be positive from. You know, you don't want to get carried away against you know, after after you know, you know one and a half rounds of the Europa League, but. Now, those guys really showed what they're capable of tonight. Uh, yeah, and that's uh, before Craig Bryson, the marquee summer signing, comes into the team. Yeah. I thought Ferguson dovetailed very well with the audio, but noticeable. And yeah, for that second goal, when he popped up on the right wing, how he interchanged well with both Ryan Hedges and John Gallagher during the night. We spent the summer kind of worrying about Scott McKenna maybe being away, having to fend off big money interest for him. You've got to kind of start thinking that there's going to be some serious interest in Lewis Ferguson pretty shortly. There, there has to be. He's going to get. He's the kind of player when he has good games, he's going to get talked up. No, now part of that comes from the fact is no, we know who his family are. You know, they're going to they're going to mention him every time. You know, Uncle Uncle Barry and his old man are going to be on Sports Sound and all this kind of stuff, and so he's going to get discussed. He's going to get spoken about because he's a really really talented young player. He's only played you no know, a season, a, a proper a full season really worth of games. We've mentioned before how we were were taken by surprise at how good he was, how he just came into the team. He's made that spot his own. And you know, that's the next thing of now we're going to have to we're kind of looking over our shoulders, having to worry that there's going to be bids coming in for him. I mean, you know, it's I suppose it's a nice problem to have that people are looking at your players, wanting to get hold of them. Well, someone who is defying expectation every single week, uh, and it's definitely tonight was one of his better nights. His first Don's hat trick, and currently the top scorer in the Europa League. Sam Cosgrove. Last week, Martin, you took to social media to slate him. Tonight, your thoughts? Totally humble pie. You criticise him, and then he comes and does something like that. You look at his record, I think, is that was tonight, is that 27 goals now he's got for us in total? Yeah, it will be. So that's better than, that's better than a goal a game. For a guy who I think had only scored one, one or two goals uh, before he came to us, and then you know, obviously started off his Aberdeen career with that sending off, Did they, I don't think anybody thought we'd be sitting here a, a, basically a year later saying... You know, after a 5-0 win in the, in the Europa League where he scored a hat-trick. The thing with Cosgrove is when he just has to act on kind of instinct, you know, he doesn't have, doesn't have time to maybe kind of have a second thought about what he's going to do. Just get him, get him the ball, act instinctively, and he does it. I mean, that, the, the, the goal for the hat-trick, the third one, that, that with the outside, of, the outside of his right foot, did you think he had that in his locker, Richard? No, but again, it just shows what confidence can do. Um, and it's the sort of thing... You you just wouldn't be trying at nil nil presumably, but you know what I like about him is that he might not always find the bottom corner or, or find you know find the perfect finish, but he he gets stuff on target a lot of the time. That first goal's probably a good example of that, and he does actually really well to cut inside and open up the angle better for him. But it's deflected. The keeper really pre- probably should stop it, but the very fact that he's able to get it on target and got a fairly clean hit on it. Um, has given him that goal and, and yeah from there he just soars I should just stress though he's not a better than a goal a game overall he, I mean he's better than a goal a game this season 6-4 and four, obviously and maybe if you look back to maybe the start of December last season he might be up to a goal a game but uh, overall he's, he's not quite a goal a game but uh, a good night for him tonight um, and yeah, as you said, good service and, and players getting in and around them. I think that first goal really was an example of that, uh, how there were a lot of bodies in the box, a lot of bodies near Sam Cosgrove. Yeah, I think I, I obviously I got, I got my stat wrong there. It's, I think it's a goal every other game. It'll work out as, I think, it's slightly better than that. Yeah, when you have a guy that's the size of Cosgrove, it's very easy just to you know put him in the middle, get him to stand on the penalty spot. But he was kind of, you know, he was in some of the, with the set pieces across, he was kind of dropping off, you know, coming to the back post, 
know, and that's the kind of thing. You know, he, he, he's a, he's a you know, for a big lad, he's a, you know, a bit more maybe his movement around the box you know, could be better. And tonight, you know, he showed what he's capable of doing. You know, all all di- three goals and all all kind of different goals. I thought the finish, yeah, you're right. You say the finish for the first one uh, was really good. And I mean, I guess I suppose you could be asking for your keeper to do better, but it was it was a, a good strong hit. He gets it on target, um, and the keeper, I, you presume the keeper was a little bit miscited because I think that you know, don't want to be too harsh on their keeper, but because. I don't think he had a, a terrible game, um, you know. But he's conceded five goals because we've just we've just been so clinical tonight. Uh, and Cosgrove, let's say, what did he have? You no, know, he maybe had four chances and he scored three goals. Um, and you just you just can't argue with that. It's after last week where I was very critical of him. Um, it just you no know, quite absolutely makes me look like the idiot that I am. Uh, yeah, and we are nothing if not idiots on this podcast. But you know, <laughs> twenty-two years old, English-born, obviously. Talk about interest in Lewis Ferguson. Think there might be some serious interest in Sam Cosgrove over the next week? Chris Harvey was tweeted that McInnes has said that there has been interest. Uh, and of course there's going to be interest in him. If English clubs are picking up people like Jaden Stockley and... What's the one that... We, who's the other one? What's the one we laughed at? The one that was here on loan that couldn't score. That um, that covers quite a few players. Yeah, oh, the, the the guy that the guy that the, the guy that we had on loan that couldn't score and was absolutely hopeless. We were, I can't remember his name. Um, Not narrowing it down. I know. Yeah, I know that these clubs are picking up, and then these guys are going down there and absolutely banging them in for fun. You know, there's this guy who's up here knocking them in, scoring goals, outscoring. You no, know, if if you're if you're going to have agents making up made up figures for for you know, that idiot that plays at Rangers, we should quite rightly be saying that. If, you know, if you're looking at Sam Cosgrove, if you want to make an offer for him, then, you know, let's pay us big money. Nicky Maynard, that's who I meant. <laughs> there you go. He's up here, couldn't, 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 cow's arse with a banjo, goes down to England, starts banging him in for fun. No, there obviously will be bids because, you know, the English football market is mental um, and they'll see, they'll see him as, you know, a guy who's capable of doing something decent. First look tonight at uh, Greg Lee. Played really far at the pitch when we got the ball, which again, we've mentioned uh, Funso, Ojo in passing, but I think again, having him in this team allows Greg Lee and Che Logan to be able to do that. A really solid display, I thought, first time I've seen him. Uh, and the goal, just the icing on the cake. Oh, really, yeah. I mean, you're, I totally agree with that with the, with the midfield. No, having Ojo and, and then Ojo and Ferguson and obviously Gallagher there as well in the midfield, it obviously gives, gives your centre-halves a little more confident. Confidence gives your fullbacks more confidence since they know they can go, they know they can maybe push up a little further. We we obviously know that Logan likes getting up the pitch. Lee as well, you know. I thought he he went he went on a few quite nice runs. He got you know he got brought down a few times when you thought he was going somewhere. Uh, but you know, again, he's came from he's came from a level of football where you know passing and actually playing football and having the ball on the deck is is key. Uh, and and that showed tonight. You no, know, I mean he didn't. It, you know, there's clearly more to come from him. What he did was was really good. And seeing that that a guy again another guy who can actually play football and knock the ball knock the ball around, which we've we've said this so many times when we when we preview games and things like that that teams are going to come to come to Aberdeen, come up to Pitodri, and they're going to sit. And we're going to need guys that can, you know, pick out passes, pick out key passes. It can't just be looking at guys like Scott Wright or McLennan or McGinn. You know, you need everybody to be able to pull them in. And that guy, you know, and Lee, you know, quite rightly, you know, gets his goal. Um, we've now got a fullback who isn't called isn't Logan. It's now the fox in the box. So we've got you no know, a right back and a left back are going to be competing 
for getting into the box and trying to bang in goals as well. So um, it's, 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 it's just so exciting, isn't it? Yeah, I can imagine that being the background for some hilarious dressing room banter where Greg oh. Lee and Shea Logan have some sort of bet to how many goals they score this season. Instagram bro. is going to be on fire with the banter. Yeah, uh, but <laughs> from a defensive point of view, the clean sheet was really important because it's something that we've practically forgotten how to do, which we mentioned in last week's podcast. And I mean, Joe Lewis didn't have anything to do, really. There was a spell around about 15 minutes before halftime where Shakura had a lot of the ball, a lot of possession, but it was always in front of us and always 25, 30 yards from goal. Didn't stop quite a few in the home end, certainly around me, having a bit of a moan at the fact that Aberdeen weren't pushing out. We've watched European football before. This is fine if the opposition have the ball. It's whether they're hurting us is, is the issue, surely. I, they, I mean, they, and they weren't hurting us at all. You know, we had even even though we'd get we'd let them have the ball, and you no, know, we were we're leading the game, uh, and you know we weren't in any kind of danger. They were, they were, you were looking at them thinking, you know, they're going to be, you know, they're going to res- resort to kind of pot shots, but they but they tried to keep the ball and were trying to, you know. Cut us, up, cut us open or like find a pass and it wasn't happening for them yeah the clean sheet was great I know how good was you know, McKenna I thought McKenna was good how good was Andy Considine tonight you know we've been kind of critical and you know, we've said you know he knows his level and you know, he's you know, he's a he's a he's a, a probably a, a, a decent you know SPL SPFL player but he was great tonight didn't put a foot wrong um, and you know, to come away from that with a clean sheet you know if you, if, if they get a late equal late you know consolation goal you kind of it takes the shine off of it, and it kind of ruins what was. You know, Joe Lewis had nothing to do. McKenna, you know, McKenna won everything that came to him in the air. Didn't have, a, didn't put a foot wrong. And Constantine was great as well. And it was just an all round, a fantastic team performance. And it's so good to come away from that tonight as well. No, no one we've given them, a, given them a doing, and we've played really well, and we've not given away a silly goal as well. So qualifying round three, we've obviously been here before. This will be the fifth time in six seasons that we've reached this far. Uh, unusually, though, because of the change in format, the draw for qualifying round four, or the playoff round, actually takes place on Monday. So for the first time, we will actually be in that. So, I mean, OK, it's a bit pointless looking beyond Rayeka, who will be a very tough game just because we put them out a couple of years ago. That's meaningless. But it, it will give us a clear indication of, of what we need to do to actually reach that holy grail of the groups, won't it? And do you think that'll change our outlook at all? Or? It probably doesn't. I don't think it changes the outlook. It just gives you, you know, an, an extra kind of carrot dangled in front of you to say, look, because you, know, you look at some of the teams that are in that in that draw, you know, there's there's names like PSV Eindhoven, Sparta Prague, Legia Warsaw, you know, Feyenoord, Espanyol, teams that you know would, would, they would give us a hell of a game. We, we, we would probably struggle against them. But you can, you look at that and you think right we've got Rijeka get through this and look what look what's what's possible you know and if we you know we may get you know there are some of the teams that you look at where we think that you know well we maybe got a chance there so it's it's a huge incentive for the players to go you know to go to Rijeka and then also the home game to to get through this tie because you know getting through getting through the QR the QR four would be big. Would be really big, you know. You know, it's so important. It's so important for Aberdeen to get there. You know, you know reputation-wise, obviously, financially, of course. You know, you want to get there, you want to get more money. And then there's the, the the carrot of getting into the group stages. On top of that, tonight was a huge performance. People probably aren't going to say, "Oh, yeah," but you know, it was it was Chikura South Kerry. Oh, you know, who are they anyway? They're going to notice the fact is that Aberdeen absolutely brushed aside brushed aside this team. You know, and Rijeka, we can't look past them because they'll be they will be you no know, absolutely one hundred percent wanting to give us a I know a doing for what we did to them last time. They'll be wanting to get through, but they'll also be. 
they'll also be wanting to avenge that defeat. Um, so we can't over, you can't look past them. But you know, with you can always have just like a little, you know, a little one percent looking ahead, thinking, you know, there's some big ties here, there's some big opportunities. Okay, well that's uh, all we've got for you tonight. Just a very quick podcast. It's not every day that Aberdeen win five 0 in Europe, after all. So my thanks to Martin for joining me tonight, Martin. No problem, thank you, Richard. Uh, and we'll be back after the Hearts game, reviewing. Probably taking a more sober look back at tonight's proceedings, reviewing Hearts game and looking ahead to next week's tie in Croatia, where Rijeka will face Aberdeen, who were tonight 5-0 winners in the Europa League. Until then, come on you Reds.